During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up and welcome back to another kind of funny screencast trailer reaction. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and guess what? It's not a trailer reaction. For one of the first times ever, we're just going to react to a whole scene from a movie, a deleted scene, if you will, from The Batman by Matt Reeves. <laughs> Joining me is the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello. The biggest Batman fan I know, sad boy, Barrett Courtney. I'm Vengeance. And... A man that I can't wait to do this reaction with, Snowbike Mike. Tim, I'm looking forward to seeing Two-Face. And also, side note, I think I'd make a great Robin. Okay, just mm -hmm. putting it out there, putting it out there for everybody. Holy hell. You <laughs> I would really, love to see you really... as Robin to our Pat's Batman. Honestly. I want to see Mike in <laughs> cosplay as the Robin from the Dark Knight comics. Okay. Can he pull that off? Mike can do anything. Again, no, but a lot of bare thigh, a lot of bare thigh, but but, but also, oh, like, thigh. he would look great, like, with uh, Nick's uh, Adam God. West Batman. No, because yeah, the Nick Burt has Ward, Adam West be, Batman, yeah, it'd be the Burt Ward Robin, yes. Uh, uh, everything about this is exciting because this is the kind of funny screencast where every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers, and I guess deleted scenes as well. You can watch it on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it on your favorite podcast service by searching for Kind of Funny Screencast, and then you get to listen as a podcast. That's super cool. If you wanted to get the show ad-free, you got to go to Patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like all of our illustrious Patreon producers have done. They include Molecule, Gordon McGuire, Fargo Brady, and Pranksy. Thank you all so very much. But without further ado, let's get into this. It's a deleted scene. Actually, a little, a little bit of a preamble about all of this. Haven't seen this yet. This is our first time getting into it. We've heard rumblings that this thing existed, um, that, that there were uh, more deleted scenes from the from Arkham uh, in the, the Batman movie, and that we were going to get them. Remember, that movie ended with one of the more bizarre post-credit scenes we've ever had um, with just like the Riddler's like like a flash of green uh writing and stuff with the yeah, the, the url for uh Suck. what was it what was it again kev uh, 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 yeah <laughs> and so the last couple of weeks people have been uh doing the the riddles on that website and it, it's it was really bizarre how it would unlock things because it was like unlocking things that were from the pre-marketing uh pre-release marketing material for the movie but stuff has been over the last couple of weeks like building towards something and it seems like this is what it was building towards so let's check it out
he saying? Uh, something about first anniversary and his paper. And he said... I got all that at the end. Yeah, the thing there at yeah. the end, I didn't get it. <laughs> it's violence. It's so baroque. I'm trying oh. to boost the audio more. He makes little puzzles, doesn't he? So meticulous. Like you've been planning this his whole life. I know who he is. Who? Who is he? He's a nobody. Wants to be somebody. The mayor. The commissioner. You think his motive is political? Oh, no, no, no. This is very, very personal. He feels these people have all wronged him. Probably goes way back. Unhealed wounds, stolen much money. Why is he writing to me? Maybe he's a fan of yours? Maybe he's got a grudge against you, too. Maybe you're the main cause. Any theories? Not yet. Really? You're normally so ahead of the curve. <laughs> but something is different this time. This is very upsetting to you. Let's get back to him. Why? You are so much more fun. I'm not here to talk about me. What are you here to talk about? I want to know how he thinks. You know exactly how he thinks. Have you read this file? You two have so much in common. Masked Avengers. So he's even more righteous. <laughs> Afraid he makes you look soft. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting my time. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what I really think. I think you don't really care about his motives, whether he loves or hates you. I think somewhere deep down, you're just terrified. Cause you're not sure he's wrong, huh? You think they deserved it, huh? You think they deserved it? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
lot of thoughts to be had, I am sure, from everybody. But Greg Miller, I want to start with you. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like there was a, they had me for a bit and then lost me. And then I didn't like the laughing bit there in the end. I, I I think this is infinitely better than the scene they did include of him talking to the Riddler, which I really, really hated. This one I took some enjoyment out of and stuff like that. Uh, again, it's it's I don't know. Like, I, I think this was cut for a reason. And I think they should have cut the other one for a reason. And I think that uh, it's it, there's a lot of things I can look at and go, man, this is an interesting take on him. But then the way they keep doing it, there's all these moments where they get to the, they screw something up that I don't like and don't go somewhere with it. Mike. Yeah, I'm similar to Greg. I, I am glad that this was a deleted scene, right? I don't think this would have fit well in the movie itself. Probably would have added some that I didn't really care for. But for me, on the opposite side, seeing this, right, I do like the look of this Joker. I did like the voice and the sound. I liked the dialogue going back and forth with Batman. So I'm walking out of this with a smile going, oh, I liked seeing the Joker. I liked this. But I am glad it is a deleted scene. I didn't need this in the movie. Barrett. After seeing the Batman for the second time, because, yeah, I really hated the 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 scene with the Joker um, when we first saw it. Seeing it a second time, I think from a, a script writing standpoint, I liked it. I liked the idea of it. I liked how, you know, he's kind of convincing Riddler to, to you know, in a weird way, team up with him. and, and But in a way of tricking him uh, that he making him think he has a friend. Um, and I think that it's similar here on a script writing standpoint. I get what they're going for. I do. I do like it. Everything else, though, just absolutely fails for me. And, like, I, I, I'm with Greg. Like, I think they should have cut the other scene. I really don't think the performance works. Um, I, you know, we've, we've seen the, like, really gritty Joker done before um, in various adaptations. And they're obviously trying to do their own gritty version of it. But I don't know, man. Like, it just it does not work for me here. It, it, it's like a weird version of the new 52 joker which was like the the, the version of joker gets his like face essentially peeled off and uh you know like reattaches mm. it with like staples or something and i, I don't know just seeing it the seeing them try to like hit that I, I it just it's weird i his hair looks really fucking weird here um i, I think they if they really want to pull joker off in this universe i think they need to take some years and think about it and imp improve this um that laugh i really hate at the end they do it in the the scene that wasn't cut and i it was not enjoyable um so yeah i'm again from a script writing standpoint i think it's interesting i do think there's something there i just i think the i they really need to think about how they want to do it like actually um perform it because I, I think it's off it's really weird tim what about you uh, before I give my thoughts, Greg, uh, let's tell you about our sponsors. This, of course, is one of my favorite sponsors of all time. It's Honey, ladies and gentlemen. When you're shopping online, it's easy to save money on your iPhone or computer. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch your prices drop. Here's, ladies and gentlemen, where I go and I, boop, I hit pause on the end because I use Honey 
honey all the time. This is my Google Chrome, and right there is the honey button. You install it there, you can use it on your iPhone too, but it's great. It saves you money, and then if you're logged into, it accrues honey coins that you can then spend on gift cards and stuff all the time. But then yesterday, yesterday, yesterday I was buying some Mizzou stuff off the internet. Guess what? There it is. I don't even think about it. Honey just pops up, little dancing coin. He's like, you want me to save you some money? And I'm like, yes, you do. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. I'd never recommend something I don't use. So get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kinda. That's joinhoney.com slash kinda. Every day you gotta get up, worry about work, worry about your family, worry about when you're playing games. It's too much. So remove the stress for shopping for clothes with Cuts Clothing. Cuts Clothing has perfected the art and science of men's shirts. So now you can throw on one look and look great without ever having to think about it. Plus, Cuts has all the essentials for looking sharp like tees, hoodies, polos, and more, so you can stop bouncing between brands and shopping for different shirts. Tim Gettys loves Cuts. He went online, found the blues he loved, and then had them shipped to his door so he can go get haircuts and stare at electronics knowing he looks great. Cuts has totally revolutionized the traditional outdated t-shirt category. They make it easy to mix and match styles and colors so you can find the perfect style. They even developed their own fabric that's soft as hell and guaranteed not to pill or shrink. Join hundreds of thousands of guys who have made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with cuts. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash kinda funny. That's C-U-T-S clothing.com slash kinda funny for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. All right, guys, let's talk about skincare. If your skincare routine is basically you washing your face in the shower with that one shower gel you've been using since high school, then it's time to level up your skincare game. But thanks to Lumen, you can drop that bottle of three-in-one and start using products that actually take care of your skin. All their products aim to help with those stubborn acne scars, under-eye dark circles, wrinkles, sun damage, dry skin, oily skin, and more. Uh, starting with Lumen is easy. All you have to do is take their two-minute quiz on their website, and they'll tell you exactly what routine is best for you based on your skincare needs. Plus, all their products are made using only natural ingredients that actually work. Guys, I swear, skincare shouldn't be that complicated thing we dread doing, and thanks to Lumen, it's simple. It takes you less than 90 seconds of your day. It's easy, and you'll have skin as smooth as Kevin Coelho's shaved cheeks. Level up your skincare game with Lumen Skin today. Go to lumenskin.com slash kindoffunny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's l-u-m-i-n skin.com slash kindoffunny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's Lumen Skin dot com slash kind of funny now that we're back i it's weird i i think overall i don't like it i can start there for sure uh but i i do think that i like the idea of joker being in this matt reeves universe not as a villain that we're actually going to get as the the core main villain of a movie but more as this background Batman already got him. He's just there. That's part of the lore. And I think that that was the intention of these scenes is to kind of just build up like, look, he's captured. He's not going to be the guy, but he is a, a factor in Batman's life because he has to be. He's the Joker. Um, I don't think that the two scenes that we've seen do a good job of expressing that. I think it gets close, but it gets muddled um, with how simultaneously – uh, next to the Heath Ledger Joker this is, but also how ridiculously far from it it is at the same time. Like, yeah. I I get Joker vibes from him for sure. Like, clearly he's the Joker. But a lot of the elements that we like most about the Joker aren't there. Like, th there's a charisma I associate with Joker that you don't get from this, you know? Like, this just seems dark and crazy. And the Joker needs to have not jokes, but like... uh a levity to him that is scary you know like that it is that kind of buddy boy like kind of attitude the mark hamill type joker element that i think even ledger 
Ledger always flirted with. Like it, it was never full on. I'm making jokes and and whatever. But like him in the nurse outfit, right? I can't imagine this guy in a nurse outfit. You know, um, and I think that 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 kind of uh, is a detriment to it. It also is really weird watching the scene out of context. Like I, you, we normally react to trailers, and you know, trailers have bombastic music, and like we're kind of in it, like moment to moment. This was kind of hard and jarring to kind of get in the zone for of like oh yeah there was a three-hour movie around this that contextualized it a bit more um and i think that i agree with you guys that i almost would have rathered both scenes or neither scene in the movie mm-hmm. just getting the one in the end was kind of weird and i don't think that this scene works as is i think that there is something here had they edited it this bit down and put it back in the movie i think that would actually be my preference overall because again i do like the idea of the joker being uh, a thing that was already dealt with uh, a factor that made the batman that we saw in the matt reeves batman movie who he was at that point in his his career which is a year in i like the idea that the joker was one of the first guys he kind of took down um but yeah the joker and riddler i think that as core concepts are just a little too potentially similar uh and i i think that them trying to take this in a such a drastic different direction while having the joker seemingly know a little too much for my liking about the riddler just from looking at some paperwork like he seems to have this dude totally figured out and like i don't like the joker being this fucking like i'm such a bad guy that i know what every bad guy is up to like that sucks that's not cool that's something you need to kind of like build a character up to to earn and i just don't believe it from this guy and that's really frustrating to say to me because i love barry keegan everything i've seen him in i've really enjoyed him i think that he's a very talented actor and the idea of him doing joker is exciting to me that i see this and i'm not excited about it yeah i i there feels like a, a disconnect uh with what he's trying to do what matt reeves is trying to do what the script is is trying to do they're they're like they are pieces that should connect and they just they don't for whatever reason um which is frustrating because i i do like him as well and like with the rumors before the movie uh came out of like possibly him playing joker i was like stoked um to see what they could do and yeah i i think they just hopefully they can take some time to just really you know fix up some some aspects and it's interesting too because like yeah, like they, he's trying to do Ledger a little bit. There's also a little bit of Leto in there too, and it's all like, it 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 doesn't make his own Joker stand out in a way. Like you get a little bit of like the, like the the lip thing from Ledger. There's like a little bit of the, I don't know what it is from Leto specifically, but it it reminds me a lot of like if Joker's Leto was given this script. Like that's how I feel like this is coming off as, and I I yeah. That's what I don't love about it. Yeah. That's weird. Like, I'm happy they released this, though. You know, it's kind of cool to see a deleted scene so close to the the release of the movie, like, put out digitally just so everybody can can get it and kind of get the context of what could have been. Because we, even in the interview, or was it the screencast? Either way, I remember talking about this uh, and being like, oh, yeah, like Reeves was saying that he shot this. And it's rare that we actually get that, especially so quickly. Like, normally it requires a freaking hashtag and a lot of annoying people for years uh, saying to release something. But, you know, it's cool that they Wait, just did it without us doing that. No, there's no huh? uh, <laughs> I want to bring in a, a thing here in, in the live chat, Rock Hoppa. Was like I wish they would have they would have uh, before they watched this known some of the Matt Reeves stuff or whatever. And so he linked me to this, the Hollywood Reporter. Matt Reeves releases deleted the Batman scene with Barry Keegan's Joker. Uh, this is from today, obviously, as it's gone live, right? 
So bear with me because I'm reading for the first time. True, right? Uh, I'm going to read part that I don't think is what he wanted, but just a little preamble to get you there. In the theatrical cut, the Joker doesn't show up until the very end of the three-hour film when, and when he has a chat with newly incarcerated Riddler. Quote, what's interesting is uh, that the reason the Joker's in the movie is there was actually another scene with him earlier. And because the movie is not an origin tale for Batman, uh, but it's his early days, it really is an origin tale for the rogues gallery characters. And for me, I think it's this idea that the Joker is not yet the Joker, but they already have this relationship, end quote. Reeves then elaborated on the Silence of the Lambs-like sequence where Batman seeks the help of another killer mastermind to uh, understand his current prey. Quote, that scene, uh, that's the scene that was not in the movie. The scene that is is really the comp companion too, which is actually a really cool scene that we'll release at some point. It's a scene where Batman is so unnerved because the Riddler is writing to him, Reeves said. And he's like, well, why is this guy writing to me? And then he figures he's got to profile his killer. He goes to see another killer that he's clearly had an experience with in those first two years. And this killer is the and this killer in this story is not yet the character that we have come to know, right? So everybody's in their infancy, he continued. So in the comics, these characters often declare their alter egos in response to the fact that there's a Batman out there. And so here we have a Joker who's not yet the Joker, end quote. See, that is very interesting and not what I would have taken from this at all. But the idea of this Joker. Like this dude kind of at some point cleaning up a little bit and becoming the more charismatic Joker, I could see potential in, but I just don't see them actually going down that path. Like we talk a lot about this uh, with the the Batman movies as a whole and the Spider-Man movies and all this, whenever we're dealing with these iconic characters that have at this point gotten so many different iterations that people look at as definitive uh that we're at the point that like there isn't just one batman that people think of there and there definitely isn't just one joker that you kind of get caught in it and when a movie comes out and uses certain characters that kind of means that even if a reboot happens five years later they can't use those characters again or else everyone's just going to compare and everyone it's going to feel lesser than and that's the problem with like the green goblin storylines and spider-man where it's like we've gotten it too often that like we're probably not going to get a quality mcu version of it um besides what we just got with no way home but even that was multiverse cheating shit like getting joker now like they need to do something that is that is not just different but like real to the character and like it needs to service it all because everyone's gonna have be hypercritical of it right so i don't see them making joker a uh, main villain in any if there is a trilogy of these matt reeves movies but the idea that this guy isn't the Joker going off the deep end at the end of it, that seems like a hard thing to write yourself out of. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing about it, where it's like, I understand what Matt Reeves is saying there, and that's in, and it can be similar to Barrett's take on it. I think, oh, that's an interesting on-the-page script thing. I'm watching the Joker here. This man has green hair and the goofy smile. And, it's and like, you, you're not giving me a movie before this to say that, Hey, this is this is just this guy. This the, the, he wasn't the Joker yet. You know what I mean? He was, and then at the end, he falls into the vat and comes out and looks like this. And then he goes to Arkham, and then there lose you know, whatever. Like it's, I understand yeah. what you're saying, and that's an interesting idea. This is the reality of you just released a three hour long Batman movie and put the Joker in it, and and, and mm. that's like kind of my problem with uh, not to go on a kind of super left turn here, but stick with me. Is like the Joker movie, right? You know, like he starts out already pretty in the deep end and then he the movie ends with him only more slightly in the deep end where you kind of know where it's going um, because it's a movie called The Joker. Right. And that's like the vibe that I'm getting here where it's like 
the reason his origin story is so interesting in the different variations that we get it, none of them being super conclusive of what it actually what had actually happened, is that he was pretty much a normal dude um, that turns into this pretty much just because of one bad day. And I, I don't love the idea of like, oh, well, he's already pretty crazy, but he's not the Joker yet. Where it's like, that's kind of antithetical to the point of the Joker. Um, and that's kind of, the, the, that's now that I've read that, like that makes me even less interested of like where they could go here. Because it's like, again, he's like Greg was saying, he's got the green hair. You even kind of see like the little like smile thing that they're doing beyond his cheeks and stuff. And it's like, I, like, how much further are you going to push into it? Like, is it really going to be a left turn where he's going to be, you know, all suited up and we're, we're getting almost like a Mark Hamill performance. Like, I don't see them going that route. And yeah. in the ch- in the live chat, Bestman Bulletin says, Reeves said that this Joker doesn't fall in the acid. He's born this way with a condition. Matt Reeves, make the fucking movie or stop talking about it. What are you doing? I- <laughs> well, see, you know, that's actually an interesting point to bring up uh, and to kind of like close out the show. Just like thinking about this, like we saw it with uh, Suicide Squad, right? They threw some things in there that felt like they didn't really belong in the movie. And then we got the Peacemaker show out of it. And with all the the talk of Matt Reeves Batman universe getting the HBO max shows. um, And now it being an Arkham show. Like I wonder if this setup is entirely and and the reason that they're releasing this deleted scene, the way they are, if he's going to be kind of a a core element of that show. um, And if that's going to kind of be the, the way we deeper dive into it, it it isn't the movies. It is the show itself. That's not necessarily something that I'm excited for, but there could be worse things. I would be like, if that's the case, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I back to where we originally started with all this, right? Is like, uh, Matt Reeves made a hell of a Batman flick. Uh, Barry Keegan is a hell of an actor. There's parts of this Joker performance already I like, and there's the blah, blah, blah. Like, if they were like, we're doing this and he's going to be a person in it, I'd be interested in that. Like, I would like to see that breathe. I would like everything that Matt, I'm reading in the chat that Matt Reeves apparently said at a cocktail party you guys were all at. I would love to see actually turn into a piece of fiction for me to enjoy as entertainment. Uh, rather than him just shouting this shit out in a fucking bar you're all at. Like, I'd like to see it. So if, that's, if they were like, that's what's going to happen. Joker's going to be a big part of the argument. Like, all right, fuck yeah, let's see what it's all about. Yeah. Mike, any final words? You know what I liked what I saw here? I liked the idea that he is the looming threat and maybe he's not becoming the big baddie that we're going to have in the next one and the one after that. But I do like knowing that Joker's in the universe. I like the look of him right now. I like the sound. And so I'm interested in how we play with him and giving me breadcrumbs of the Joker throughout where we go with this uh, storyline and Matt Reeves' direction. There you go everybody let us know in the comments below what you think about barry keegan as the joker and this scene in particular and if anybody has any transcript of what was said please leave it because i would love to actually know uh but until next time love you all goodbye